This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you want to vote on our Twitter poll, at Tommy Kelly 44 who's the bigger reason for the, Sixers, for the Sixers' success? Ben Simmons or Robert Covington? Yes, a caller actually called in and said Robert Covington is a bigger reason the Sixers were successful than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, you can't win with him. He can't shoot. You can't win with him. I mean, I just, I don't get people who are so down on Simmons. He had one of the best rookie seasons of all time. The guy is is a beast. He's going to be, you have, and this is why people need to gain some perspective when looking at this team. Yeah, it's disappointing they didn't land LeBron. It's disappointing they, they didn't get a star in here yet. As I said, yet. There's still a lot that can happen between now and before the start of the season. But the bottom line is the Sixers still have two guys on their roster who could grow in to being top five players in this league in Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. I truly believe that. Joel Embiid is already a top, what, three big man in the game? These guys have insane potential. They are, uh, Joel Embiid is unprecedented. I've never seen a player like like either of them. I've never seen a player like like Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. The only guy I've ever seen like Ben Simmons is, is LeBron. What, what they can do at that kind of size. And Joel Embiid, nobody's ever played the, that position like Joel Embiid. I mean, I just don't understand why people are so down on this team when they have two potential top five talents. The stars will come. It may take a little more time than we had thought. This team is still far ahead of schedule. They had a great year last year. They are in a very good position moving forward. 888-729-9494. Pal 9494, AT&T, Verizon Cell. Weaver in Maryland. Sorry, Weaver. Thanks for hanging on. Weave. We'll put Weave on hold and get back to him. Charles in the Northeast. What's up, Charles? Hey, Tom. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Charles? Tom, let me say this first. Happy Fourth of July to you and everyone else. And let's ha- remember what this day is about. All the great men and women who have given their lives for this country and given everything for this country. That's what today is about, okay? Well said, Charles. Thank you. But, Tom, you had to be being trolled. I mean... <laughs> I can't believe you put that poll up. Actually, it's going to be ninety nine percent. Yeah, we're going to we're going to have a little fun, Charles. Uh, it's all right. Uh, I understand, Tom, but the fact is, them callers we the trolls are idiots. Probably a combination of both, because the fact of the matter is, if, if you look at Ben Simmons' stats next to Magic Johnson in his first year, um, except for points where Magic got does Ben by two, Ben outdoes Magic in the other categories. Mm. This was only SPN. But but the fact of the matter is, is that I mean. And, and I heard Adrian earlier, and, and this cracks me up, Tom. You've got to understand this. I've been listening to Adrian for years. Adrian is not a Philly fan. 
He's a Giants fan who hates the Eagles. And by the way, Adrian, if you have to listen, they're going to get beat by the Eagles twice again this year. But he's also a Lakers and LeBron fan. So Adrian's in his glory right now. But you see, he better understand something, and all the haters better understand something. The Sixers right now as constituted will make the conference finals this year. Make no mistake about that. They should. It would be disappointing if they didn't. And if they add another really good player, which I disagree with Mike from South Philly, another move's coming. The other shoe, Wilson Chandler may be part of that, by the way. But another move's coming. And if they make that move, I feel they'll have a great chance to make the finals. Because as you said, Simmons is only going to get better. And Beat's only going to get better. This team is only going to get better despite them two getting better. And they're going to add anyway. And as for the Lakers, I think, you know, and Adrian and all of LeBron lovers won't like this, but um, LeBron basically waved the red flag by going to L.A. Yeah, it might be like your one caller, Ken said, who made her only relevant point by saying it was a, a lifestyle thing. But the fact is, he waved the white flag, Tom. He basically admitted he's never going to be Golden State and not be in the finals for a long time. Char- because the fact... Because the fact is, he's, he's good. that team is the fourth best team in, in the West at best, Tom. And I'm being generous with you now, okay? That's the fourth best team in the West. And they're not going to get – he's three and six in finals, right? Is he even going to get to another final? Charles, I, I, I agree. And I'm a LeBron – I've been a LeBron fan. I think I think um, the way this was done was, was not really right. The, the, the whole sham of meeting with the Sixers was annoying and – just the fact he's had this decision made up. But even as a guy who likes LeBron, this is a weak move. To go to the Lakers, and like you're, you're right. He's basically saying winning is no longer the most important thing to me anymore. And I think that's a weak move on his part. Absolutely. And one final thing, when he comes back to Philly next year, he, he, I want to hear the crowd boo him unmercifully because the fact is he was weak. And then I heard Jody Mack earlier, and, and to me, I, I like Jody, but he always takes an anti-Philly perspective. But the fact of the matter is, Tom, is this. He did disrespect the Sixers. He did disrespect them because you don't have people fly all the way out to California, and you don't even meet with them. So basically, bleep LeBron, okay? And when he comes back next year, we better give him the Philly welcome because you know what? You don't treat Philly like that. And LeBron, enjoy being a knockdown in the first round for the next couple of years, you weasel that you are. <laughs> I hear you. Thanks for the call, Charles. I appreciate it. And I I, I, I kind of agree. Like, I, I, what was funny about it was after I was doing updates um, here at the station on Sunday night when the news broke. Uh, Marshall Harris was on the air, and I was in the update booth doing updates, and then Marshall brought me on to, to announce the news. And I'm in the booth and, and I'm cutting up the sound from, you know, the various analysts um, right after the announcement was made. And Brian Windhorst, who is like the LeBron reporter, he's the resident LeBron reporter. He's covered LeBron since high school. So nobody's closer to LeBron in the media than Brian Windhorst. And Brian Windhorst is on ESPN and he's talking about the meeting with the Sixers and he says it was a it was a courtesy meeting, and Moshe, if you could try to find that um, and pull it up. Uh, so Brian Windhorst basically says the meeting with the Sixers was a courtesy meeting, as in as if LeBron was doing them a favor to meet with them. Where I look at it, and I see it as. Well, like disrespectful. 
Like he he acts like LeBron was doing the Sixers a favor to send his his agent Rich Paul to meet with ownership. And I don't see it that way at all. I see it that way as you know, you're wasting our time. Like if you have no interest in signing with us, if your decision's already made up, if your mind's already made up, why are you going to make us fly all the way out to California to meet with with your people? And here, here it was. Here's Brian Windhorst the other night on ESPN. That's what I, actually, you know, why give the Sixers a courtesy meeting? If they're never in the running, you know, it would be more of a courtesy to tell them, hey, I'm signing with the Lakers. Don't waste your time. So I, I don't, uh, you know, I don't like the way LeBron handled this situation. I don't not. And I'm a LeBron fan. I've said before, I think he's the best player I've ever seen in my life. That includes Michael Jordan. I think LeBron is the best player I've ever seen to reach the finals with that Cleveland team. This past year was incredible, but I think the way he handled this situation was, was kind of poorly done. And, and for all the ways LeBron, I think, has matured over the years. He still doesn't seem to have this, this you know, decision thing down correctly in my mind. I, I, I think you know, don't meet with the Sixers. Don't waste their time if you're going to LA. Eight 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 seven two nine nine four nine four. Eight 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 seven two nine nine four nine four pound nine four nine four on your AT and T Verizon cell. Pat and Fishtown, what's up, Pat? Hey Tom, thanks for taking my call, my man. No problem, man. First, I just want to say. I'm, that's a great story about you and your wife. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. Pre- appreciate it, man. Thank you. Um, but if, after that, I mean, I was falling asleep. I just got out of work not too long ago. But after hearing these idiots talk about Ben Simmons and all their uh, theories, that just got, woke me up and got me hot. <laughs> it, it's, not, it's not even comparable to a guy, Covington, who was benched during the playoffs because they didn't think he could even play at defense versus – uh, perennial all-star possible MVP candidate down the line. Yeah, and I, I mean, love I, I where LeBron even state, stated that. Yeah, I love Pat how how everything in him. people are acting like Covington is this 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 incredible asset, this this defensive stopper. People in the playoffs were calling for him to be benched for Justin Anderson. I mean uh, I mean it, he he's, vanished. He's a role player. At best, yeah. Well uh what I really wanted to call for, call for uh, tonight was, uh, I mean, with, the, with LeBron, months ago his wife came out and said it's either Cleveland or L.A. They weren't moving again. They have kids. I mean, he's a family guy. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I never got my hopes up on that. Um, but I totally agree with you on, on the Kawhi Leonard, uh, Kawhi Leonard situation. It's, this isn't like uh, Paul George. Paul George said he wanted to go to L.A., but. He wasn't as uh, brash or arrogant about it, and I, I can't 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 give up our future for somebody who is going to be basically ruining the chemistry in the locker room and everything in regards to that. Yeah, and and um, you know, I'm sure that they're inquiring with Kawhi, and I'm sure they're still talking to the Spurs. You know, if the price drops a little bit, maybe they do take the risk. But you, if you do make that deal. You gotta at least at least know that he's gonna give you a chance. Because right. if he if if he's not even gonna give you a chance to, to re sign him and it is definitely just a one year rental and he's gone, 
then you just you can't do the trade. As, as great a player as he is, you can't do it. Two uh, last points. Two options that I really hope they pursue is one, CJ McCollum, local guy from Lehigh. Mm-hmm. He's a scorer, and if they can't get Kawhi, I feel like he would fit, uh, fit re- really well uh, with Simmons as a two-guard. I mean, he's athletic, 6'5". He can shoot the ball. He averaged 20-some points last year for the Trailblazers. And, but also, just not too long ago, hearing rumors about uh, Clay Thompson again being on the trade block. I know you probably have to give up a few first-round picks, but with the way it's working with Golden State, their cap room is not going to be there. So I would absolutely love uh, Clay to fit perfectly with the Sixers. Yeah, I would love Clay too, and I appreciate the call, Pat. And that is going to be the guy that we'll be hearing about all year. Because next summer, next summer, by the way, is a huge free agency class. There are going to be a lot of guys available. Um, but Clay Thompson will be one of those players uh, available. And Clay Thompson fits very, very well, would fit very, very well with the Sixers. So he's a guy to keep an eye on. I mean, Golden State eventually. I mean, and this is the you think just eventually they're going to have to lose some of these guys. I mean, eventually they won't be able to pay everybody forever. It's insane that they have been able to keep things together as long as they have. And, I mean, yesterday the Boogie Cousins thing is just like, really? They already have four stars. They're going to add Boogie Cousins who – you know, they don't need him to play until February if he's not ready to come back from the torn Achilles. I mean, they, they have uh, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. Like, they have an all-star team. They, they, literally, when Cousins is ready to go, that might be the best starting five in the history of the league. Probably is. I saw a stat Mark Stein from the New York Times tweeted out last night. They're going to be the first, when, when Cousins is ready to go, that starting lineup, it's going to be the first time in, if the first time since like the 1975 Celtics, where their starting lineup is going to consist of five guys who made the All-Star team the year before, which is absurd. But eventually, they won't be able to, you got to think they won't be able to keep everybody. and. Maybe Clay is the guy they lose, but again, you're going to be dealing with the Lakers again because the Lakers are going to have cap room next year too. And yeah, you'd assume they'll use part of that space for Kawhi if that is where Kawhi ends up. But Clay Thompson's an LA kid. Clay Thompson's dad played for the Lakers. His brother plays for the Dodgers. You know you. <laughs> Clay Thompson could want to stay out out west. You know, even if Golden State can't retain him, maybe the Lakers pay him. But, you know, Clay Thompson is the guy next offseason that if we're going star hunting and we're going into the free agent market again, man, Clay Thompson would look damn good in a Sixer uniform. 888-729-9494. 888-729-9494. Pal 9494 on your AT&T Verizon cell. Phone's finally lightened up a little bit. Um, if you want to get in, we've had had pretty much full lines all night. If you want to get in now is the time, 
on your AT&T Verizon cell. Continue talking about the Sixers. Um, do you think Robert Covington is more um, valuable to the, Sixers, to the Sixers' success than Ben Simmons? Yeah, we got that call a little earlier. We'll continue talking about that. Um, what have the Sixers not done so far that you would have liked to see them attempt to do? I think they, you know, they haven't gotten the guys they've wanted so far, but they're putting out the effort. I don't know what else they could do at this point to appease people. So we'll get your thoughts on that as well. And if you want to get in on the Phillies, uh, we'll talk about them leading up to the deadline and um, what they should do. If you want to get in, more than welcome to call on them as well. 888-729-9494, pound 9494, AT&T, and Verizon. So I'm Tom Kelly, Sports Radio 94 WIP. So the um, poll I've got up on my Twitter page, at TommyKelly44, who is more important to the Sixers' success Ben Simmons or Robert Covington? Right now, 89% saying Ben Simmons, 11% saying Robert Covington. I think I'm getting trolled again. But um, I got a uh, – somebody on Twitter says has to be Justin Anderson or Amir Johnson. So maybe one of those guys. Uh, but I'm just not a Covington guy. I know a lot of people love him. I mean, and he's fine. He's a role player. He's – Decent defensively, but I just think he's reply. I I think Robert Covington is incredibly overrated. I think his defense is not as good as a lot of people make it out to be. He's not a good on the on ball defender at all. He's not. He can't guard anybody on the ball. You watch that Miami series. He's getting cooked off the dribble by broken down to Wayne Wade. Dwayne Wade used to be a hell of a player. He's not the same player anymore. So, I just, I'm not a huge Roco guy, as a lot of people are. And, you know, I just, I I don't get the whole coming. I don't get why people are so down on Ben Simmons. And we've had a few people say, you know, you can't win with Ben Simmons. He can't, he can't shoot from the outside. How big of a testament is it to him? That this year, without a shot, he could still get to the rim whenever he wanted to. People back off him, give him this runway where he can do, and he, you still can't stop him. And he's going to develop a shot. He's going to get better. Simmons will improve. Embiid will improve. These guys are so young. And the team will get better, even if they don't bring anybody in. They will get better just by those two guys taking steps forward. Do I think they need to bring another star or two in to compete for a title? Absolutely. Absolutely, I do. It hasn't worked out so far. It doesn't mean it will never work out. They will get guys in here. It's going to take a little longer than we expected. And I'll tell you what right now, as far as this year is concerned, nobody's winning the title this year anyway other than Golden State. I'm not saying just I'm not saying just give up, but barring injury, nobody's beating that team. If they get DeMarcus Cousins healthy, who's beating the Golden State Warriors? I mean, what they have built is the biggest juggernaut in NBA history, maybe in professional sports history. And you know, they're not going away at least this year. 
And I think next year, next year could be the year where they lose one of those guys. They've taken discounts. Draymond Green, you know, a lot of people don't like him. They think he's a jerk. Kind of is. But I'll tell you what, Draymond Green is about winning. I respect Draymond Green as much as anybody in the league because he's about winning. He doesn't care about his ego. He will do whatever it takes for that team to win. He is taking pay cuts. Draymond Green could go somewhere else. He could average big numbers. He could get a max deal. But he takes less to play a smaller, less glamorous role in Golden State because the guy wants to win. I respect that a lot. But next year, Clay Thompson is coming up for is going to be a free agent. They're paying Steph Curry a max deal. Kevin Durant, I'm assuming they'll bring back at a max number. Clay Thompson might be a cap casualty next year. Clay Thompson might be the one, the first one to leave that Golden State organization. 888-729-9494, pound 9494 near 18T Verizon Cell. Back to the phones, Phil in West Oak Lane. What's up, Phil? Good morning, good morning. Good morning, Phil. Oh, boy. Where do I start? All right, well, you know, the stars, they, you know, your top ten stars past ten years, they just came out of college, basically. You got Durant, you got Curry, you got Irving from Boston. All these guys are young. They're all, you call them stars. And that's what it is now. They're, they're just coming out of college where they were good, and they were stars. Basically, Sixers had a lot of their draft picks the past few years, and they're not drafting correctly. They're not, they're not doing. They're not picking the right people. Well, do you, what know, about Simmons uh, and Embiid? Embiid's no problem. I, I don't mind Embiid. I don't mind Simmons. I'm a Duke fan. I think they should have took my boy from that bar they took. They should have got that boy Tatum. Tatum. That's where they, well, they went back. Well, yeah, they that's took the, the they took thing. they took the wrong Duke guy. They took Okafor. Hit again. They took Okafor. He's a Duke guy. That didn't work out. But no, no I agree. They should have taken. He's a good player Okafor, too. Though. Okafor stinks. Come on, Phil. Come Okafor on. Stinks. I like Okafor. He got a down post. Uh, uh, look, he's, he's, they're talking about the post up. We Okafor can do that. They're talking about Okafor <laughs> signing overseas. He's not going to be in the league this year. Okay, uh, who's the guy that they got uh, that first from Villanova that uh, they drafted at number ten this year? Michael Bridges, and they traded him yes. to Phoenix. They should have kept him. They had his mother there. Have been yeah, the that, right thing to do. That's not. That's not a reason to decide to draft and keep a guy. If, if no, you no, think, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, hold on a second. He is a good player. That you're the other players that the stars in the NBA are came from colleges. They were good. They were, they were stars. The players that the players that came from Villanova, he he would have helped the Sixers out. He would have helped them, now, but he's not a star. He's not a star, but he could have became one. No, he couldn't have. He's a role okay, player. Okay, well, okay, I, okay, okay, okay. You can say that. I can, I, okay, okay. If that was the case, um, they could use those draft picks. Uh, the second, the two, they had three in the second round. They could package all three of those and gave it to Milwaukee and got Dante DiVincenzo. Those two players right there would have helped them of everything else that they got going on. Folks. He's going to be. He should have played summer league. You don't see how you hold him out for that because now he's not even playing no ball like that. They think they think it's better off for him to keep working with this guy Drew Hanlon, the trainer who he's been that, working with. That's not good though. 
But who, how 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 do we know? I mean, the the guy apparently is a you know works miracles with these kind of guys. I I really I would like to see him for our own personal satisfaction in summer league. But if they think this is the better way to go, I, I'm fine with it. All right. Well, that's <laughs> all I have to say. All right. Well, I appreciate hearing from you, Phil. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um. The Bridges thing, people got to let the Bridges thing go. I mean, the kid's a nice player, good story, local kid. He's going to be a, a good pro without a doubt. He's going to be a nice pro. He's going to have a he should have a good career in this league. But he's nothing special. I mean, he is like a Covington type guy. He, he's not he's a role player. He's a role player. You know, and he could have helped the Sixers more this year. I talked with a little earlier, if you listen way back when I started the show, when I was doing the crossover with Jody. Yeah, Michael Bridges would have helped the team more this year. No doubt. But that trade was a no-brainer for the Sixers. A no-brainer. Unprotected picks never get moved in the NBA, basically. The fact that Phoenix gave the Sixers an unprotected pick, I don't understand what they were thinking because eventually the Sixers can use that pick in a trade. Yeah, they, they, if they, I'll tell you what, if they do end up getting Kawhi Leonard, that pick is one of the big things that will help them get Kawhi Leonard. Or they can, you know, make a trade down the line with that pick or they could keep the pick. And that pick is going to be extremely valuable no matter where the Heat finish. Because that will probably be the first year where high school players are allowed to go straight to the draft. So you're going to get double the talent, double the potential star talent in one draft. And you get Zaire Smith, a kid the Sixers really like, and a kid that they think has a higher upside than Michael Bridges. So the deal was a no-brainer for the Sixers. And, you know, I understand that people... Like Michael Bridges, he went to Villanova, he's a local kid, mom works for the team, all that stuff. But, I mean, we got to get over that. He's a, He would have been a role player. He's going to be a nice pro. The Sixers are not going to, you know, be kicking themselves forever, though, for losing out on Michael Bridges. 888-729-9494, 888-729-9494, pound 949 for your AT&T and Verizon cell. If you want to get in, let's go back to the phones. Brandon in L.A. What's up, Brandon? Hey, Tom. How are you? Good. How you doing? Great show, man. I had to call in because I heard some terrible Ben and Covington takes. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't believe. Um, and you've been on, on point from what I've heard all night. I've agreed with 90% of what you said. Um, there's a couple things I just want to address. That sure. First of all, the, the wind horse thing with LeBron, I, I don't necessarily agree that it was a courtesy meeting and all that. I mean, I, I think that he actually, first of all, he wasn't in any of the meetings that he took. And, you know, he gave us a meeting. He has relationships with the owner, Rich Paul, has relationships with the front office. I think it was just a thing to do to have us be one of the teams that they met with. It was a thing. He already knew he was going to L.A. a month ago. So I, I'm not that miffed about it. But keep in mind Brian Windhorst is also the guy that 
two days ago said that we should trade Joel Embiid oh. for Kawhi Leonard. Brandon, so take that with a grain of salt. When I heard that, that was the most ridiculous comment I've ever heard in my life. Are you kidding me? I mean, I that mean, was absurd. It was absolutely absurd. I mean, I know the guy's plugged into LeBron's camp, but, like, you can't say that on national television and not have me disregard your opinion. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you know? I, I, I hear you, man. I hear you. So, so, so real quick, and I'm going to get to a Jimmy Butler point, uh, but – so, like, what I wanted to say was that I ha- the theme for me listening to the show is that positives and negatives, okay? So the positive that I'm hearing is it's really great to hear people talking about the Sixers again, to be quite honest. I mean, it's been a long time that I'm hearing people be passionate about the Sixers, so that's awesome. The negative is the vitriol. People have to chill, man, okay? First of all, Wilson Chandler – is a decent player. He's probably a rental. He's a trade chip. He has a $12 million expiring salary. He's going to be gone at the deadline. And if not, he's a decent 3-and-D guy, you know, behind Covington. But he is the exact type of move that you want to make. If you're going to make a big move, what happens when in the NBA, when a team wants to unload a, super, or a star? They want expiring doing, deals, yeah. They're, they're trying to look for expiring deals because they're trying to rebuild. So what do they look for? They look for expiring contracts that season. And, the, and you see a guy with a $12 million expiring, a la if the Wizards are trying to trade Bradley Beal, for example, mm-hmm. that's the first thing they're looking for. They're obviously trying to shed cap. And so Wilson Chandler, it's a free pickup. It's a second-round pick. So people really need to – I just don't understand, you know, the hate. But – uh, you know, I'll, I'll get to my Jimmy Butler point so I can jump off. But, yeah, um, sure. Uh, so Jimmy Butler, I, I've always loved his game, and I, I really think he's a great player, but it falls back into the Kawhi scenario where I've heard some people talk about him. It's the same thing. It, it, it goes back to what I'm talking about. If you have an expiring Jimmy Butler, I don't understand why you would trade any assets for a guy, for anybody right now. I, I just don't see why this team would rush. I, do, I don't see the rush. We have... It's July 3rd, okay? We have until February. That's six months, is it? was it? You know, right. so I, I don't get – I really don't get the rush, and I don't actually think that – I. in fact, I would say that I don't – I guarantee that this is not the roster that we will see in March. And I think that people need to just chill. Brett Brown, it's really rare that a head coach of any sports – Team comes out and actively says we need to make major changes to the roster. So if people think that this is going to be the the November roster, the the February roster, the playoff roster, just relax. Okay, there's going to be other moves coming, and that's a guarantee. And if there's not, if there really isn't, if this is the roster, if if I'm wrong, I'm okay with that because. These guys are young, and we can let them grow. But I just think that there's another move uh, coming down the pike. So, yeah, I, I agree. Show, Thanks, Brandon. And a really good call. I appreciate it. And that that's the thing is, you know, I, and Brandon says March. Yeah, by March, there's no way this will be the roster because they'll do stuff at the trade deadline. They'll get buyouts. Like, people, uh, I think it's funny when people lament. Like, uh, this, and this was way before even the LeBron stuff happened where people were like, oh, they lost Ilyasova and Bellinelli like uh, an hour after free agency started. It's like people forget 
you got Ilyasova and Bellinelli because they got bought out of the deadline. Like, you, you're going to – guys always get bought out by teams who are tanking. Players are always much cheaper at the deadline. You're going to find guys to come fill roles for the for the back half of the season. And this is going this this is not going to be the roster you're going to finish the season with. It might be the roster you start the season with, could be. And like Brandon said, if that's if this is the roster you start the season with, still better than last year, just because Simmons and Embiid alone are going to be better. And and Fultz has got to be better. So you know, this team is going to be good. This is going to be one of the best teams in the East as currently constituted. And I agree with Brandon, too. I think there's another move coming. You know, it might be for I still haven't ruled up or given up on the Kawhi thing, ruled out the Kawhi thing. It's possible, certainly possible. But this is negotiating. Like, people are upset they haven't traded for Kawhi yet. Well, the Spurs are asking an astronomical amount right now. This is a negotiation. The Sixers, you know, they're not just going to give everything the Spurs want. Every day, every week that passes, the Spurs lose leverage. Kawhi's not staying there. They know they got to trade him. They, 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 they can't let him walk away for nothing. They can't do that. They might wait till the deadline. I think that would be ill-advised because you're going to get even less at the deadline. Eventually, this offseason, I do think the Spurs will trade them. But the Sixers, if they wait, they'll probably be able to give up less than they would give right now. So I think people need to be patient. I know patience is not something that Sixers fans want to hear after the losing, but... It's the right way to go. It's the right tact to take. 888-729-9494. 888-729-9494. Pound 9494. AT&T Verizon. Cell phone lines have really um, opened up here if you guys want to get in. Matt and Jimmy, promise I'll get both of you guys right up on the other side. Um, we'll continue talking Sixers, and we will open it up to the Phillies talk. We, we've um, not really gotten a ton of chance to talk about the Phils so far. But if you want to get in and talk about their trade deadline coming up, um, we're going to be talking a lot of baseball on the station, I'm guessing, the next couple weeks because this team is legit and they are buyers again heading into the deadline. 888-729-9494, pound 9494, AT&T, Verizon. Cell. So, I'm Tom Kelly, Sports Radio 94, WIP. Oh, man, this song reminds me of Jamaica. I was in Jamaica a couple weeks ago. That was, that was great. This reminds me of that. And that return that we just played there, how about that? 21 days until training camp. I can't wait. This season is going to be amazing. Um, I love training camp because it's great. We we I, I do a lot of the remote broadcasts here at the station, engineering them. Um, I do most of our remote engineering here at the station, and we get a trailer down at camp where we basically we sit in there and do the broadcast from inside the trailer and can go out and stand like on the sidelines and watch practice and stuff. And it's, it's one of my favorite things to get to do every year about this job. It's, it's phenomenal. And this year it's going to be, it's going to be a mob scene down at camp. I bet it's going to be crazy. The media, uh, 21 days. Nine. I was thinking about it yesterday, nine weeks 
from Thursday is the opener. Nine weeks. We're getting close. Not that far away. And I'm sure the watch will be starting soon. Once camp starts, it's all going to be Wentz watch all the time. And will Carson Wentz be ready? I saw a really cool video um, earlier today of him. I guess he was holding a camp or something out of high school. And he's at like midfield. And he tells a kid, hey, just run, you know, run a post. I'll hit you right on the D. There's in the end zone, there's like obviously, you know, lettering. And he, he, he sends this kid. And right where he told the kid to run, he just places it right in his arms. Just incredible, like a 50-yard bomb. And, man, I love Carson Wentz so much. I can't wait for this season. It's going to be unbelievable. Uh, they showed the Super Bowl again last night on Monday night. Uh, I know uh, Ike and John Marks, John Marks and Ike Reese, they were doing a whole Super Bowl rewatch thing on Twitter uh, for the game. But, man, I just I cannot wait for football to start. It is, it's why I always I get to the summer – and I'm excited for the summer, but then once I get to the summer, I just wish for the summer to be over because I love the fall so much. I love football. So it's going to be awesome um, coming up this season. 888-729-9494. 888-729-9494. Pound 9494. AT&T, Verizon, self-fun show so far. A lot of Sixers talk. Um, and what do you think they should do going forward here this offseason? Uh, what have they not done so far that you think they should do. Um, it's, it's, I guess, disappointing. I can take disappointing, but I don't know what they could have done to appease people. 888-729-9494, pound 9494, AT&T, Verizon. So let's go to Matt in Allentown. What's up, Matt? Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Doing great. I got to say, you're my favorite one to talk to because you got the most open mind on, on the whole whole level all well, across the sports. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. And now, with Robert Covington, the first thing I want to say is, how in the world did he get voted over Joel Embiid for defensive team, which is ridiculous? Who? who Number one. Sorry, who'd you say? Robert Covington. I don't, I don't get the Covington stuff. You know, I, and he's a nice defensive player, but the, for him getting any defensive player of the year votes is absurd. It's it's it crazy. He's, he's He's a... He's an average at best on ball defender. He's good at team defense. He can like he's good at deflecting passes. He's good at anticipating passes. But he is not. He's not a top level on ball defender. He's just not. No, he's not. And with Ben Simmons, you got uh, birds in the background there. <laughs> you sitting outside or something? I hear yeah, a bunch of birds outside. chirping. Okay, yeah, I hear the yeah. birds chirping. And well, before I get to Ben Simmons, the one th- Robert Covington really frustrated me last year when he kept going for threes and he was ice cold. And it just hurt the team more and more and more. Oh, Matt, he, ki- he killed them in that Boston series. He was he, he was atrocious in that Boston series. And that's the thing. Like, people, they, they love Covington so much. Everybody was calling for him to be replaced by Justin Anderson in the playoffs. How good can he really be? People want Justin Anderson playing over him. Yeah, uh, yeah. I agree. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Matt. I appreciate it, man. And Matt must be going somewhere. I heard those birds chirping. Uh, kind of disorienting. But, um, yeah, I, Covington stuff, I just, I don't get it. I don't know. And, and I know that, and all the Covington people 
it, they're they're annoying too. They're so annoying because they act like you're like you're like unrefined if you don't like Robert Covington. No, it's he's an average player. He's a nice player. He, he he's an undrafted guy that has carved out a nice role in this league. Good for him. That's great. But he's nothing special. He's totally replaceable. And you know, I, I just I just don't I don't get why some people are so enamored with, with Covington. 888-729-9494. Pal 9494 AT&T Verizon. Sell Jimmy and Mount Holly. What's up, Jimmy? Yeah, Tommy, um, Matt is so right about you are the most open-minded host out of both of these stations in town. I say that because you're the only one that's justifiably ripped one and done for you. And to me, that <laughs> is to be applauded. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah, he's a, yeah I, I can't. I just you you know if you've heard me before I can't take Fran Dunphy anymore I, I just can't take it awful yeah and these people call in I, I suggested to Moshe maybe we could add Jared Bayless to the poll I want to see if we can get one percent <laughs> before you go off as to he was more of an instrumental reason than Ben Simmons was to our success now Tom what I think Brett uh, Brown is going to do going to get Kawhi, because I think he looks at it the way I do. It's more of a calculated risk than it is a foolish gamble, because mm-hmm. I think if we get Kawhi, it's an automatic ticket to the NBA Finals. So now, uh, let's say we lose to Golden State. Now, even if he can't talk him into staying, then we could definitely have enough, I think, to get Clay Thompson. So that's why I say it's more of a calculated risk. Now, now, you mentioned that the Warriors are the first team since the 75 Celtics to start five All-Stars. Five All-Stars that were on the All-Star team the previous year, yeah. Yeah, now, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think they won the NBA championship that year. I think that that was Al Adels' Golden State Warriors. Uh, how ironic is that? Yeah, so, you I mean, might be I'm, right, yeah. Yeah, and as far as DeMarcus Cousins go, well, we could have a marathon show on the Tom Kelly Show talking about talented head cases that never lived up to their potential. So I don't think it's quite the automatic thing. I mean, they most certainly will be in the finals, I believe. Mm-hmm. But as far as winning it, I don't know, what, what do you think Brett is going to do? I think he's ultimately going to take this what I call calculated risk. Jimmy, I think there's certainly a shot. I mean, I, I, I think it's... You know, a lot of people, I think, just because it hasn't happened in the first couple of days of free agency, it surprises me. A lot of people are just kind of looking at the Kawhi thing as it's dead now. I don't see it that way at all. I think the Spurs and Sixers are in communication, and they're you know you know they're talking about it. this is negotiations here. You know, it's not just going to happen right away. I think he's either going to get, I think he's going to get traded ultimately, and I think it'll either be the Lakers or the Sixers. You know, Tom, I cannot wait for all of this drama to end so we can turn our undivided attention on to these Philadelphia Phillies. Mm-hmm. This is an absolute wonderful story that is definitely going to end in a, in a playoff run. I mean, I was listening to Jason Stark the other day. Teams in the last five years that were at this point at this time of the year with this record have gone on to be in the playoffs 88% of the time. Wow. Now, it was a perfect thing last year. The year before, only one failed. And I, I think the foundation of this is this manager. I mean, if you think about it, to me, he reminds me of Doug Peterson so much, you know, all this loving on everybody that everybody laughed at. Yeah. I mean, he's getting these teams, this team to play so way over their heads. 
and this starting pitching, I mean, look, if, if Arietta can straighten himself out, and I think he's going to, I mean, we have a very formidable starting staff. Yeah, Jim, and uh, you're right. Kapler has done, with, with, how, with how bad the bullpen has been, Kapler has done an incredible job to have them where they are. They haven't hit up to where we thought they would. A lot of the guys, you know, Santana has underproduced. A lot of guys have. But Kapler's done great, and you're right. The start, This young starting staff has been exceptional. They're young. They're under contract for years to come. I mean, their starting pitching is in a real good spot, not just this year, but moving forward. Absolutely. Tom, and this bullpen is starting to take hold, and I'm not saying because of just the last two games. I mean, we know what we think about Sir Anthony. Meshack is back. I like Ramos. I mean, to me, they're definitely going to be buyers at the deadline. I'm curious to see what they're going to do. I mean, and as far as winning the whole thing, which, like Paul Jolovitz, that's my only goal. I mean, to me, they can get through the National League. It is not a juggernaut by any means. And we can get a favorable draw like the 2008 Phils did. Yep. We can get the Cleveland Indians on the other side of the field. I mean, I'm not ruling out winning the whole thing. I don't think it's crazy. I think we have a puncher's chance to do that. Yeah, and I agree. I agree. They're, they're in a good spot, Jimmy. And thanks for the call, buddy. I appreciate it. And, um, yeah, yeah, and we'll talk about that when we get back from the break. We talk a lot of Sixers. We'll continue to talk about the Sixers and the offseason, how you feel about it so far, and, you know, where do you think the Kawhi thing's headed, all that stuff. We'll definitely continue to uh, discuss that. But I do want to get into the Phillies when we get back here. And as they approach the trade deadline, what should their strategy be? Obviously, they're going to be buyers, but what is their biggest need? What do you think the Phillies need more than anything else? Rumors. Surrounding a lot of guys, Machado, Adrian Beltre, Cole Hamels. We'll talk about all that when we get back and, and what the what the Phillies' mindset should be going into the trade deadline. Where do they need the most help and what players should they target? 888-729-9494. 888-729-9494. Pound 9494 on your AT&T and Verizon. Sell. I'm Tom Kelly, WIP Sports Time, 458. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.